and welcome, welcome back to a new, new episode of the Horizon Roundtable after a very long layoff. Sorry, guys, but we're back. Um, this is Bob McDonald. Uh, I am on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And as always, coming back with me again is Jimmy Lemke. I would say like mostly, I don't know about quite always, but yeah, well, always. Whatever, we'll go with that. Nine, nine <laughs> out of ten. Nine out yes. of ten. Yeah. It's two out of three ain't bad. Okay, I see where this. I see how this. How this pod's gonna go today. You know, you know, uh, Jimmy's you know, at Panther on yeah. Twitter and at PantherU.com. Yes, I I still am technically. So yeah, so we're we're in. Uh, so we've decided for you know, I don't, do we want to say back by popular demand? Because I I would say yes, only because we apparently <laughs> developed in the last since we last came. Since we Back last did the, this podcast, some, some weird that, cult, some weird cult just, following, yeah. like like fight, like the series Firefly, and it okay, was weird. So. Like I never, I never realized that people actually listened to us. I thought I was just, you know, decide. I thought we just decided to record conversations that we would have like preferred to just yes. be having. Because I don't know, it's, it's nobody just around us wants things. to talk about it, so we might as well get somebody. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so, I'm excited. Um, I'm happy about it. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad to so, be back. Um, one one change though, uh, you know, obviously the podcast can be found wherever you find podcasts, as always. Yeah. Uh, be it Google Play, be it iTunes, be it wherever. Uh, we got a new site though, where uh, it's going to be on SportsHacks.com. H A X. That's where we're going to be housed at it from here on out. Uh, uh, since last we left, Four Lights merged with um, a couple of other places, and you yes. know that's that's where we're at now. So, so um, okay. So I guess first and foremost, I um, it's not exactly Horizon League, but it's Horizon League adjacent. Yes, uh, I guess we got to say congratulations to former Horizon League school loyal of Chicago. For making what? it to the final four, what um, just happened? Yeah, so I mean, you, you know, Jimmy, you and I have, uh, you, you and I have known the fans of Loyola for for many, many years here, so you know we're happy as hell to see him, dude. Uh, big Joe Rambler, I'm super jacked for that guy because he is. Oh, he's one of the. Yeah. He's just one of those long suffering fans like us, and his team is literally going to the. Final, Final four, four. Like, man. Talk what? about talk about making it count, man. Let me tell you, that is that is Dude, outstanding I'm, for Joe. I'm ready to for play. A lot of the guys out there, I'm ready to oh, play yeah. Jesuit trivia, always, forever and always. Oh. Jesuit trivia. Oh, you've never yeah, been. So, you've uh, never been to Loyola, have so you? So shout out. To, so shout out to all those guys over. And shout out to all those guys over at RamblerMania.net and. You remember that's that site's been up forever and ever and ever, and you know um, John C. Thomas, you know JCT Rambler, shout out to you, buddy, and uh, uh, Brot. Oh man, Brot, I know he's still around. So man, he's been around forever and ever and ever. So shout out to you, buddy. So, uh, but it does lend a, a, as as happy as we are to see Loyola make it to the show. 
they're not doing it in the Horizon League. <laughs> yes. They're doing it as a member of the Missouri Valley Conference, which they've been for the last five years. So until, uh, until the Atlantic 10 comes to take them. And then if yeah, you, so if it's you like, talk to uh, the fans, then the Big East is going to come calling because. Yeah, possibly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Next natural progression, I'm sure. But yeah, heads, that's yeah. Uh, so. So when we look at so when we kind of look at Loyola and most recently since last we uh, since last we were on, Valparaiso's gone too. So that's uh, they've gone to the valley as well. So, um, I mean, the question that you have to ask yourself is, you know, what do they got that we don't have? <laughs> um, well, Why don't they want us anymore? It's not a private school thing, I uh, and I know that people are going to think it might be because. If you look at all of the programs that left the Horizon League mm-hmm. and found and found success, you can throw Notre Dame out because Notre Dame is literally like a flash. They were in the Horizon League and they were established before us. They are not. They, we were a brief stop for for Notre Dame, but look at look at Xavier. Yep. Um, look at obviously Butler and now Loyola. Look at Dayton. Look at Dayton. The schools that are leaving us are, yes, they are private universities. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's. Mid majors that make those leaps that are not. You know, that, that, that are not these, you know, private schools. VCU, I think of um, George Mason is not a private school. There are there are schools that get it done that are of both, and I think where you where you're really going to see, where you re, if you really look at it, and I've said it on Twitter, I touched on it, I'd have a long rant about it. It's facilities. Uh-huh. When you you have facilities, and that was what made the difference for Loyola. The good news for Horizon League teams is there are a couple that are okay here. Um. You know, we are obviously not there mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. I have obviously spent too much of my life talking about it. Yes. But Northern Kentucky is fine. Northern Kentucky has a palace of a 9,000 seat arena, maybe too big for what they are or for, for what they are at the moment. But who knows? Maybe Northern Kentucky is a school that's going to jump. Wright State is another one that has the facilities maybe the public schools that succeed, maybe they have to be really big ones. VCU, George Mason are bigger schools. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I I think that there's a, I think that you have to have an administration that's run very well because you have to have people that are willing to either, you know, get out of the way when needed to let them, let these people do their job. You have to have people who are, you know, you have to have people who are able to, you know, identify and hire good coaches you have to find P, you have to have a supportive community the uh, not that just is the athletic the department part of that yes well what's what's interesting yes and um that's not the point. case in the horizon league no you have to re- realize this is that for the most part this is not the case northern no. kentucky is in its is still very much in its infancy as a division 1 program it is so so they can get there um right state has what i would consider to be 
a supportive community, the one problem they might have is maybe, I mean, it's not, a, it's not, you can't be really a playing second fiddle to Dayton because no. I, I, the area is obviously big enough for them. They average like 5,000 fans a game fairly regularly. It's not like it's a, it's not like no. it's a place where nobody goes to games and nobody, nobody follows the program. That's the problem at your school and my school. That's the problem at UIC. That's the problem at, well, Green Bay. They just don't have people to follow them to begin with. But in Youngstown State, it's it's just it's our conference is starting to kind of take shape. Unfortunately, in in from where I'm standing, from my perspective, it's starting to look uh, more like what we are rather than you know what we uh, you know what we have sunk to. We are a lot of a lot of schools where commuters are a big part of it. Where school schools where we don't have deep donor bases that can you know put together maybe oh maybe I'm you know I'm getting older and I need to I want to see us win a national title. I'm going to call, talk to three of my fellow alumni and we're going to come up with a hundred million dollars because if you didn't notice that's what happened at Loyola. Yeah, that wasn't, that true. you know, you had these old guys that were all around in 1963 and they wanted to see it happen again. And they're two wins away from a national championship. They're in they the final four because mm-hmm. they 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 made facilities a priority. Facilities got them into the Missouri Valley Conference for you and anybody else who's listening who has not been to the Genteel Center a dozen times like I have. When it was the Genteel Center, 5000 seats. It was a glorified high school gym. And by glorified, I mean it was just a bigger high school gym. Mm-hmm. You had you had pull-out bleachers along both sides. There wasn't anything special about the seating. It was all it was all bleachers. It was all it was just it was bigger. It was 5000 seat capacity. That's not that's not how you that's not something that's going to entice a 18-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid who's trying to pick a university to attend. On the flip side, that those facilities aren't the only thing. A much more important part of that support getting the facilities, it got them into the Missouri Valley Conference as you as you as you said earlier. The Missouri Valley yes. Conference membership is for the schools that can use it and take advantage of it a big a big benefit. Yeah. And especially in their yeah. case, given that they are in Chicago and let's face it at this point in time, even at this point in time in the Missouri Valley conference, Loyola is Chicago's team right now. They're absolutely are that, that it's, it's a even, Chicago team I mean, in the forget, final four. Yeah, the, I mean, forget UIC for just a second. They forget just Illinois, forget Illinois, forget Northwestern and DePaul. Plan- Nobody gives a crap about those schools right now because no, we're talking about schools that are in high major conferences, Big Ten in the Big East. Yes, it's DePaul, but still in there in the Big East. If if but there it, was if it was something about being a if it was something about being a private school that may, that gave them a huge advantage, Loyola wouldn't have been getting their asses handed to them by all of us for years. No, no, and that yeah, and that's. And that's and that's kind of the other thing. It's like you know, look at him like you're like. Man, I, it was 
Our head coach used to sit on that bench when we, we used to beat the crap out of them. And 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 a couple and then they were you know they would because it was something of a rivalry they would you know always hit us back and they were good but largely Loyola was a school that you would see seventh eighth ninth out of a nine team Horizon League maybe nine not ninth but you know because that's Youngstown's world but this is a, this is a pro this is a program that did not win a lot what happened was they got they got the facilities. They had they got an administration that was willing to let Porter Moser come in and do what he needed to do to win. That's right. Whatever that is is uh, is was up to Porter Moser. I don't know, you know how he how he has done it because I think if he if there was a you know a special way he did it, I would love to you know tell Pat Baldwin how to do it and get it get it done here. Unfortunately, he you know, he for for us we haven't figured it out. He has but you have to have the support to do it. First, it was those donors and administration that was, uh, you know, willing to support him through it. Uh-huh. And at the, at the end of the day, they were able to pull it off because they had that flow chart happen. The support got them the donors of the, you know, the, the, the donor money got them the facility that got them to the MVC that allowed them to build a final four program. End of story. That's right. So, um, so be, so moving on to what was and what we had hoped would be, um, I mean, we got to speaking of, I mean, let's speaking of Chicago, yeah. or, you know, not loyal, obviously the Chicago team that is currently in the horizon league, UIC, who, by the way, is still playing in is who's still playing in the CIT, by the way, only Horizon League team that is actually still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the people who is one of the players who is not with him is Dikembe Dixon. He right before the last game of the season, he announced that he was going to be playing professionally. And that was it. So. So Dikembe Dixon is out at UIC. It's a little, it's kind of incredible. <laughs> it's it's kind of incredible, but I would have liked to see him here for another year. I mean, he, I would have too. I, mean, I would have too because I don't think we ever really got to see what he could be. Then again, I I don't you know once you know once Robinson was there and Odiasi was there, he and he was coming off of the big injury, like it yeah. was. He, he never. He wasn't quite the same player that he was that first year. So maybe we're looking at a guy that could have been something a lot more special. But who knows? Maybe maybe we maybe we weren't. No. And now, speaking of Robinson and Odiasi, both of them are gone now. So well, because they're, they're, they're running out of not because yeah. UIC did anything wrong. They just ran out of no. their. Yeah. Yeah, they're graduating. Yeah, so they're so they've graduated, so they're they're out of eligibility. So you know, who's who's next man up in the front court for UIC? I mean, you know, they they've got a decent backcourt. The problem is, you know, where do they go from here? I mean, are they back for back to square one? Well, I mean, it seems to me that they are. I mean, you're losing Tayo Diasi, who is who was one of the best defensive players in in the conference. Well, they've got they've got Isaac Bassey or the, what's his what's his face uh, Isaac Bassey coming in. That's a yeah. That's a, it's, it's a guy who can. I mean, he's going to have to step in. But well, yeah, he's, of course he's he is. A, he, I mean, he's a huge dude. 
Like he's well, just, he, he's a, I mean, yeah, have you, have you seen stats? Have you seen, have you seen the size of the guy? He's just, he's six eleven. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a monster dude, but he does, he's doesn't put up like, he doesn't. I don't the question know. is how, how does he, sh- how is he going to shape up against a, a loud and love at, at uh, Bright State or a, uh, I didn't know you love him. Drew McDonald up and down in uh, Northern Kentucky. How does he shape up against those guys? Exactly. Drew, Drew McDonald's I, a little bit of a special case. Obviously, he's yeah, you know. But at the same time, you have a shooter too. Yeah. So that's true. I mean, he's a little bit more versatile, if you will. But you know, it, yeah. in terms of, I mean, in comparison to big guys, is he is you know is he more is he more of the Loudon Love mold or of the Drew McDonald mold? Probably. I mean, I'm sure there's somewhere or somewhere in between. Probably a little more so. of the, the the Love mold, but no. He's gonna have with, to. St- he's gonna have to step in. That's the thing with Love, though, too, is yeah. that he he was he benefited from the fact that you know obviously Loudon Love had a lot more talented you know, supporting casts around him with Grant Benzinger and Parker Ernsthausen and those guys who, you know, were there. Um, do you see that with, do you see that with UIC with the Tar, you know, with the Tarkus Ferguson, do you see that to be kind of a comparison case or is it just a situation of they're going to be back in the, they're going to be back in the rebuilding mold and they're going to be back at the bottom half of the horizon league again, where they sat for the last six years six years before McLean got there. Actually, well, not six years before, actually six years before McLean got there and about probably what, a year or two while he was there. I think with, if, if, if they can get, if, if Bassey can step in, they can be better than, mm-hmm. than I think they're going to go. The problem is I, I, I think that I'm with pretty much everybody else. I'm a little worried that, with them losing the really important players, and by that I mean the you know the guys that are you know the guys that are that are you know getting the rebounds, the guys that are you know plugging up the plugging up the middle, yeah. all those blocks Odiasi got. We're not going to have those guys anymore, so kind of wondering what's the what's the future of that of that oh, program. By the way, um, back to briefly back to the uh, uh, not to not to cut you off or anything on the UIC thing, but briefly back to the Loyola thing. At least two or three people within uh, uh, two or three people of Twitter assumed that you were going to discuss the transitive pro- have a trend uh, the transitive property discussion about Loyola. So uh, Dude, just, you want to you want to you want to talk about the transitive property? If no, you- no, let's not do that. <laughs> I, for for brief a brief moment, the transitive property for those not not gone. Transitive property of college basketball is if you've beaten somebody, you have also beaten everybody that they've beaten. Oh, so, and what's funny is that Loyola is one that I have used frequently this year because we beat Loyola and then Loyola beat Florida down down at Florida. So they were they were our gateway into Florida beating SEC teams that would beat everybody else. So then all of a sudden we could get to we ended up getting to Villanova eventually, 
But what's great is that I wouldn't use it for Milwaukee. I would actually use it for Concordia St. Paul that beat Milwaukee. Concordia St. Paul is not even in Division One. No, it is not. And they've won like seven games all year. But by this wonderful transitive transitive property of college basketball, they're in the fucking Final Four right now. So good for them. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, okay, so now that's that what I we can officially... hang our hat on too, yeah. I mean, Great. Now, now I officially regret bringing that up. Thanks a lot. Uh, hey, man. Who do I get to? Think <laughs> they, if they if they win a national title, I will literally be able to come out and say Milwaukee by the transitive property is national champions. Oh. <laughs> right there. Hey, we, I got to do it in twenty ten eleven when we beat Butler twice and they were runner up. So. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice. It'll be fun. I'm happy for I'm those sure. Loyola people. I'm I I'm I'm sad that we're not getting to take we're not getting to be a part of it like we were with Butler. That you know we that we weren't getting to see them later. It's a little, well, it's it's and again, it's a little more. I think it's probably a little better with Loyola just because of the fact that you have. Loyola fans and Butler fans. I think that's a very, very, very distinctive dividing line. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Um, I would absolutely agree with that. That is, yeah. So that's, uh, so yeah. So this is, yeah. You wish they were still here and you wish that they were, you know, you, you like the guys, you wish they were still here, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, so now that, you know, so, so since we're on, since we're back, so we're since we're back on the Jesuit, since we're back on the whole Jesuit kick, let's uh, let's go back to let's go to the one school that's the one school that is one that is still in the Horizon League. Uh, that would be Detroit. And dude, what is have mercy? What in the hell is going on over there? I mean, seriously, you you have to. You, I mean. I don't know. I mean, and they're all massively tight-lipped over there. So if you live to be 100, if you get something out of there that makes any level of sense for what kind of season Detroit Mercy had last year, um, you – God bless you. Literally, God bless you on that one. Um, (laughs) Because, man, I mean, just – I mean, you you know, you have Bakari Alexander who, you know, gets suspended – and, you know, it took him, what, three weeks to re- acknowledge that he, in fact, got suspended. That was the first weird thing. And then you have, you know, all of the, you you know, Jaleel Hogan comes back and then magically disappears again. Um, I think, I, I'm sure that there was, I can't remember, somebody told me what the issue was with him. I think it might have been academic. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, yeah, after, like, in the middle of the season, he was gone. And you, don't now, really wanna, you don't really want to assume anything. but I yeah. don't know. I don't have a clue. I You know, it's, it, it, you know, you have a situation where, you know, Detroit was in last place in the Horizon League again. I mean, you see, it looked like it looked so much like there was so much regression going on. It's not even funny. You had all most of the wins came from when Jermaine Jackson was in interim. So is that is that true? Yes. When yes, when when Bakari Alexander was suspended. Now that we know he was in fact suspended, the bulk of the games that the not in the non conference. 
it was Jermaine Jackson who was the who did who was the who was the interim, and they were actually doing pretty well under. Uh, they actually did pretty well and won some <laughs> games under Jermaine Jackson. Then Bakari Alexander comes back, and they lose eleven in a row. Well, we just we were discussing it before we started the podcast that they're kind of. I mean, they're stuck. <laughs> they're really they stuck. Are. I mean, I read. I, I I can't remember who brought it up, but. He's not like Bakari some of the other Alexander newer guys. He's making $400,000 a year. He's, Somebody's yeah. got to actually confirm that that's true. Because that's, that's, that, that is an insane number to give a, an associate uh, uh, to use to hire an associate. He makes as much as Scott Nagy does, I'm, as far as I understand. Yeah. Scott Nagy, who came from a proven winner in San, uh, South Dakota State. Yeah, well, getting as much money as that guy, or what I, what I, what I, what I point out, in that neighborhood. even more is Scott Nagy. Not only did he come from a proven winner, I mean, he was the proven winner. He was yes. there for twenty five years as the proven and incidentally, winner. He, and incidentally, he proved it again this year when he made it to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, and, don't yes, yeah, but but and meanwhile, you have, I mean, who thought that was a good idea? I mean. Just I, here, just back up the Brinks truck I, for Bakari Alexander. And I will say was this. It he was, a, was it because he was a, you know, because he was an esteemed alum uh, alum of Detroit Mercy that he felt like, you know, he had that background that he really needed, that, you know, he had the background to get everybody back on board. And he had that, you know, that, you know, that, that pedigree from John Beeline in Michigan. I think that I, people... Call me crazy, but the, I, having, having had experience... Having had experience with former, with former, you know, having been in a school that has not ever had really the best of luck with uh, Big Ten assistants, to give him that much money and then that return on investment is a last place in I mean, the Big the Ten last place in the Horizon League in year two, and oh yeah, by the way, Corey Allen's transferring. I mean, let's the 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 big the Big Ten is let's call you Big Ten assistance being part of it. It's a little bit I don't want to say like disingenuous, but it's like it's it's painting a broad brush. There are a lot of reasons why people why people don't work. I think that part part of it is I'm looking at a guy who is completely unproven. Versus yeah. somebody who is a winner, but I'm also looking at where they are. Detroit is a program that has always had these problems. Always. I've, I've been around this conference for 13 years. And if it wasn't, you know, if, if it wasn't, oh, you know, this player, you know, PJ Boutte just got arrested. There's a guy named PJ Boutte. PJ Boutte just yes. got arrested because he was trying to bring a taser into a nightclub because they wouldn't let him in because he was 19. Or like, oh, hey, Carrie Gaither, the athletic director, got, uh, they, oh, they no. found out that she was, you know, that she was begging one of the assistant coaches for the basketball oh. team on road trips. Like, there's all these, there's all of these, just this, is this co- consistent stream uh, of what the heck. This is not, and, I mean, it's having, easy to spot because I'm coming from something similar. I'm I live in a clustered. I mean, I I, I live in an absolute 
just broken down program. Uh, by the way, I would like to mention a series of awful eighties. Just it, so it, for it the us. But I, I want to, I want to disclaimer this as somebody who has obviously followed this way longer, only because I'm a middle aged old guy now. Yeah. But in the nineties, in the late nineties, when Perry Watson actually gave a shit. <laughs> I mean, seriously, when Perry Watson still gave his shit in the '90s, they were a damn good team. And I also they think that they would, you know, they yeah. were a good team, and they were—I mean, they were good enough that they were good. They were a good enough team that they were, you know, that at one point in time, the Horizon or the mid, mid, you know, the oh, what the hell is that <laughs> called now? The Midwestern Collegiate Conference. The, the by the way, the the, the, con- the name of the conference should go back to. If I were, oh no shit! Were, oh man, the Horizon League is such a terrible name. And to make things worse, and, and let's not forget to make things worse. The 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 you know you now have the Summit League who just I was literally thinking the same the thing. The, the Summit League that ripped us off is now better than we are. <laughs> Where did, I, I th- we, where, where did we go wrong? How did we? Where did we fuck up? I don't know what to tell you. I well, first know. off, we're letting in bad programs. I mean, and all all different. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. to the, your point of that. Okay, um, no, we let in two bad programs. Two. Oakland was good. Oakland, uh, Valpo, Oakland, Northern Kentucky, all three of them. They're you know they yeah, were and, they and are and were. Yeah, and when, when we then, and when we added when we added Oakland, yes. uh, by the way, if you remember correctly, I broke the story that Oakland was coming to the Horizon League, and I when I was that. my sources, and and, I, and I'll straight say straight out, my sources were a couple chancellors and presidents on the executive council. I was talking to these people, and yeah. we were having this the discussion of who's the next program, yeah. and I can tell you that there were a couple of them that we're thinking, you know, IUPUI is looking pretty nice. And I'm I was I was about to have a heart attack. Like no 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 and I wasn't the only one that was uh was doing this. There was also fast forward four years later. Fast forward Valpo leaves and and we put in IUPUI as a panic ad. They were a they were a panic ad. But and what makes things worse? I mean, we we spe- everybody in the every Horizon League fan dumped all over IUPUI from the beginning they set foot in the door. And you want to know something? Half of the Horizon League basically, uh, you know what half of the Horizon League teams did to to boost uh, to to bolster our claim that they were a panic ad and they shouldn't have been there. They all messed the bed and they finished in fifth place in the freaking conference. That's how awesome the conference. Well, they they fell they 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 fell into that spot because this conference has fallen off. You think? Obviously, but I mean, I'm not you, going you, looking you, at one year of, of a team. You understood Cleveland State and Young Sound State because they were rebuilding with the new coaches. Detroit, Detroit screwed the. They were they were a hair away from being in fourth place in the Horizon League. That is that is the state of this conference. Yeah, where you know where you know we we sit here we we sat there for what 
three months. We sat there right up until the beginning of the season and just bagged on IUPUI the whole freaking time. Bagged on them the whole freaking time. And what and they and they turn around. And even in the non-conference, we were they weren't really setting the world on fire. So we were like, you know. Great, great job, John Lacrone. Bring them in. Great job, ADs and presidents, for letting them slide on through like there ain't no thing. And then they turn around and finish fifth. I like how you use the word ain't no thing. Everybody, yeah, because they messed it. Because every, because. Because the bottom half of the Horizon League was just a massive dumpster fire this year. The, 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 the conference is the conference is really down. Detroit's yes. down. Detroit's down. Cleveland's down. Youngstown's always down. Us, obviously. Uh, Green Bay it was not. You know, it was on Green the down. Green Bay was horrible on, this year. Well, well, Green Bay was on the down. Green Bay is on a downturn. Yeah, I wouldn't say that Green Bay is in dire straits like we are. As a program, yeah. I would say that Green Bay is just on the on the lower end of their cycle because no mid major, unless they have incredibly incredible advantages, no mid major can sustain winning in a good conference all the time. Oh no! Uh, you're gonna be if you're a big fish in a small pond. It's because you got something special going for you, or you're in a smaller pond than than you think. Like Belmont was in the Atlantic Sun, and now the you know OVC is like Murray State with the OVC. Yeah. It's a, you know, this is this is a um, conference that's been down, but it's also a conference that just has there's just there's there's no there's no confidence there's no support. This is this comes back to my point about there not being support at the universities themselves. Specifically, I'm talking about um, you, you when you don't have the support from from the fans and donors, mm-hmm. you do not have. When you don't have the support from fans and donors, you don't have people who are putting the pressure to make sure that you have good administrators. You don't have the people who are putting the pressure, who may be putting the mo- you know putting their money where their mouth is to make uh-huh. the programs get better. And because you don't have that support, one of the other things is they put pressure on the university administration, not just you know me, you know talking about Amanda Braun, but you know, people talking to the chancellor, the president of their given university, putting the pressure on them there. That doesn't exist at a lot of our schools. We just don't have that. And that's not because we as a program are, 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 are bad. Or it's not that we as a, a program, but it's just that it's that we don't have the support. Therefore we have chancellors and presidents that are largely detached. These are, these are almost always academics, which because who runs a university? People who've worked in universities forever. It's it, academics run universities. So if you don't put the pressure on them, they are going to take the advice of the people that they know in their minds are the ones that know what they're talking about. So they're going to talk to people in the in their own athletic department who may or may not have good ideas. They're going to talk to people who are at the conference. They're going to talk to John LaCroix, and John LaCroix is going to say, think to himself, hmm, I really don't want to leave Indianapolis. We should go add IUPUI. You, hmm, I want to make sure that my legacy isn't adding, you know, you know, losing Butler and losing Loyola. I'm going to go get, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go, let's go, let's go have a neutral site tournament. You know, we can get some, some much needed money here by go, you know, going to, going to Detroit for the, for the conference tournament. 
And we all, but yeah, and to, you know, don't get me don't get me started on that basically window dressing to try to get the Big Ten tournament there, because that's that's what that is. That's all that is. They're for sure, and that's okay. I mean, so I look forward to because I because I know that's a three year because I know that's a five year deal in Detroit with an out clause well, yeah, right now. Three. Right now, uh, we have the out the out clauses right now, and it's I believe it it's both and, for both parties. So yeah. Watch, watch, just watch, because you know it's going to happen. You know they're going to turn them down. Duh. Of course they are. And that's, yeah. And then, you know, then the real fun begins. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and, you know. The point I'm making is you have to have support from fans. And it's not just showing up at numbers. It's, it's, it's speaking out about things that you care about and it's about for the ones that have the money it's about putting your money where your mouth is you want to have a lot better program well put your money there you know we have we have we have a a alum at milwaukee who played and when i say played i mean that in the most broad sense in the uh early 80s he's never given a dime to the school but Amanda Bond yeah. latched onto him because he was saying what she wanted to hear, which was, you got to fire this Rob Jeter guy. He sucks. Brilliant. Not, oh, yeah. It's, that it's did. Just so, so, you know, so genius. What, uh, what, 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 you know, his ideas. By the way, um, the athletic director that, you know, was, he was here before all of the bad ones, Bud Haiti, who was here for yeah. 20 years. Yep. He, He's, he said this. This is a this is a guy who told him to fire Bruce Pearl and Bo Ryan too. So who, is, does this guy really have the best interests at heart? Yeah. After a certain point, maybe it's you, put dude. Your, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, but if you have support from a good number of people, everybody's going to be able to put together their heads. You don't yeah. have to have. Not everybody has to have money, but you have to have people who are willing to put their their heads together and you know come up with ideas and support the program and then you have an athletic director who's supposed to get that stuff done it was supposed to access you know so you uh, make that vision happen and a lot of these schools have no vision well think about this well if you think about this for a second i mean come on look look what cleveland state had to deal with in the last years of john perry basically dude phoned it in the only reason he stuck around for another year is so he made so he could make sure that little cross got off the ground which it did actually pretty well but that was it he was there he yeah so the the fact that you know so the fact that they got mike thomas in as their athletic director is probably a turning point for cleveland state but you got to undo the damage that john perry sitting there twiddling his thumbs did which is exactly what he did sit there and twiddle his freaking thumbs sure and nobody did anything about it nobody because it's nobody's fault ever. But now it's over. So at the end, so yeah, Cleveland state just basically did an overhaul on everything. Got a new AD, got a new basketball coach, uh, getting a new president. And they, you know, yeah, cause, um, Ronald Berkman is leaving and, uh, Harlan Sands, he's, uh, coming over from, uh, uh what is it? Wharton. And he's going to be the new president. So I'm interested in seeing how that. I'm, to, I'm interested in seeing how that dynamic works because you're talking about a guy like Mike <coughs> Thomas, who he's here because 
there needs to be some, there needed to be some changes within the athletic department. And, you know, he's a young enough guy where if he indeed ends up, you know, kind of turning things around, he could do the same thing as, say, Lee Reed did and then, you know, seek life elsewhere. Now, whether that happens or not remains to be seen, but it's one of those things where I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how that goes. Um, I don't know of too many other places that that's going to happen. Um, I don't know if that's a situation anywhere else. It's obviously not a situation that's it's obviously not the situation you have at Milwaukee. In fact, you, you it, it looks it sounds like anything but at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things where you're thinking about it. So, and I don't know. I, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of moving parts within this conference that just don't make that that aren't gonna you know that really kind of. It's more. It's like a one step forward, two steps back. You know, you you get somebody. You know, like you know, one step forward, you get a you get a guy like Mike Thomas, and you know, Mike Thomas and Dennis Felton over at at Cleveland State, and then you take a two steps back with whatever the hell's going on with Detroit. Pretty much. So, I, I mean that's 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 uh, that's kind of the that's kind of the thing really. I mean it's it's just one of those things where you look at it and it's like, well, do you think things are gonna ever gonna change? And sometimes they do. Like for the example of Youngstown State. I mean, did you ever think that Youngstown State was gonna get a guy like go from a guy like Jerry Slocum to a guy like Jerry Calhoun? Um, I I mean I I I do think that. I do think because that Loyola, uh, Youngstown State was going to be able to hire somebody good because I think yeah. that Youngstown State was has a president that's engaged and a president. Well, Jim that, frickin' Trestle, of course he kind is. Of, that's <laughs> kind of my point, exactly, yeah. is that this is this is a guy who is – Because I guarantee you what happened was Jim Trestle, the pride of Youngstown. I mean, you're talking about the guy who basically made Youngstown State football what it is comes in as president, I guarantee you he spent the last few years looking at the basketball program, looking at Ron Strollo and saying, dude, what the hell is he doing here? What Jerry Slocum has overstayed his welcome and it's time to go. So when he was able to finally, when he was able to finally get out of that last year of his contract, he finally let him go. And then when, you know, and then looking around, he didn't have to look too far because all he had to do was go down Go down I seventy nine to get over to uh it's, down I seventy nine to Fairmont, West Virginia, and there Jared Callum there, there are so many people who think that it's 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 one thing that gets you there. And I don't yeah. want people to think that when I when I say when I say things like, you know, it's your facilities are important. I don't want people to think mm-hmm. that I'm saying that if you build it they will come. I'm saying that facilities are part of it. The you know, the support of the university when I, when I say support from the from the community is very is is most important yeah. is that the support from the community gets you the other things. Yeah. So you need to and you need what, to be able to one of, the things, right. one of the things that I did notice within within that dynamic within the Youngstown State dynamic. I mean, Youngstown State, did, you know, they, uh, once again they didn't do that great this year. Shocking, no one. You didn't think they were going to, but you saw the that community aspect. You saw you saw Calhoun all over it. Yeah, and I mean, and maybe maybe he'll get it done, maybe he'll get it done in time, but you have to have uh, well, you have to have people in that area respond to him. And which, nobody's going to be impressed look, by Be nobody's going to be impressed by Beagley. 
The Beagley Center yeah. is not going to impress anybody. And then, you know, beyond that, is if Jerry well, Calhoun's the right guy, he has the support of the president. If he gets the support of the program, I well, don't we'll think say this. it's out of the realm of possibility that Youngstown starts winning. I also think that as much as Jim Trestle supports him, I do think that at the end of the day, football is always going to be the king. So any extra dollar that Jerry Calhoun's going to need, maybe yeah. go somewhere else. But then again, we I also know that Loyola or uh, Youngstown State's men's basketball program had a higher recruiting budget in 15-16 than our entire uh, men's part of the athletic department for all men's sports. So maybe it's not spending money. Which is interesting because when uh, when you look at when you look at Youngstown, yeah, yeah, when you look at Youngstown right now, Calhoun's clean house. All of the a the just this weekend, yes, five. uh, You know, you have. You had Braun Hardfield and Devin Haygood. They're transferring. Uh, Ty, Tyree Robinson. And Tyree Robinson. Jacob Brown, right? Yes. And didn't Ferguson, too? He did. All of them, they all have one common theme. And what was that common theme? All of them were, were uh, if I'm not mistaken, all of them were Slocum recruits. That would make well, sense Haygood, to me. Haygood and Hartfield definitely were. Um, yeah, so the the thought, I guess, is that, you know, Cal, uh, Jared Calhoun wants to get his guys in there, period. Yeah. And which is interesting because it's it's interesting because you you see the same thing playing out at Cleveland State. Only difference being is all the guys that happen to be uh, leaving Cleveland State are graduating. Yeah, Cleveland State had six seniors. <laughs> the greatest gift Gary Waters ever gave Dennis Felton is immediate roster turnover. Yeah, and and now you have two more who and you only have two and as it as of right now you only have two Gary Waters recruits out of Cleveland that are still at Cleveland State because Evan Claiborne just announced he was transferring. So you and just have, you have Cash Thomas and Sean Christian, the only two, the last two left. I will say too. And then you look, but but yeah. and then but then you look at you look at Youngstown where you you know. Now you have a situation where they had quite a few of Slocum's recruits, but not anymore. So that tells the, you know, I, I see kind of a sense it, it to me, it, to me and actually both situations, it, it, it lends a bit of sense of urgency. And Oh, by the way, for somebody who, uh, somebody who desperately wants the Cleveland state, Youngstown state rivalry to not be a race to the bottom. Yeah. I applaud it. I mean, I I want them both to be if they, you know if they're beating if if Youngstown State and Cleveland State are beating each other up, I want it to be at the top of the standings and not at the bottom of the standings. What's been like for the last three years? We we and have I, the problem that we we need to have people who are willing to uh, who are willing to support the program. Cleveland State's biggest problem is naturally the same the same as it was before is always they don't have somebody who's willing to do that at the moment you need to be you need to be willing to get somebody you know you need to be willing to to speak up you guys have this new president coming in yes this person needs to hear from all of you and this person needs to and and if you have, well, is he going to regret that? <laughs> well, if they, well, who, that's 
I mean, we we had Mike Not level. I, care. Just, I mean, just, we had a we know. had a chance. We had a chance there in Mike level. Yeah. Who was a fan, just a fantastic dude. Really, really, I truly will, good guy. And I will say this, yeah, and I will say this, about, I will say this again about Mike, again about Mike Thomas. Um, and, and from the fans that I've talked to with with about uh, about Mike Thomas, they did mention that he was infinitely more responsive than John Perry ever was. John Perry basically yeah. had like a stack of form letter form emails and he just you know changed it a little bit and sent them out and that's what he did for probably the last two years of his time mike thomas is not doing that so there's a little bit more engagement um, anytime you have anybody coming out of retirement i was worried just how much they're committed to being there because if they really wanted to work would they have retired in the first place yeah most of the people yeah that's don't yeah i i I was never. Yeah, I I know that that's. That doesn't mean that I don't think somebody's going to be. That doesn't mean I don't think somebody's <laughs> committed to the, you know, to where where whatever the. I don't think they're they're not, they're not committed to their job. The reason Perry was there because somewhere along the lines, John Perry was able to convince somebody at Cleveland State, presumably Ronald Berkman, that he'd be the guy to bring in. You know, he'd be the guy to bring in more donations or some crap like that to his credit to to his only credit the only credit i will ever give him is that john perry did not do was able to find the money where he needed it um albeit at the expense of the baseball program and get out of the way yeah and basically do nothing i mean he made sure that the books were the books were balanced, <laughs> and that was about it. That was and, his that was his purpose yeah. in life, essentially. And then and then Mike Thomas comes in and said, "Holy crap, we're not bringing anything in. We got to fix this." I mean, seriously, he was a he 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 talked about that too. He a couple of the publications here in Cleveland where he was saying, "Yeah, we got to think about improving our revenue streams because they flatlined under Perry. I mean, just flatlined." So uh, I, I don't know, you know, I think that's going to, uh, again, that's probably going to be a work. What, what is, what is that from? That's from not having support. No, not you, at all. And if you don't have, if you don't have administrators in the athletic department and, the, and, and the university administration that people care about, you're going to lose, you know, people that don't buy into their vision, people that don't buy into what they're doing you're going to have people lose. And if you, you lie to people and if you straight up, you know, go against them without selling them on what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. you, can, you can end up screwing over, you know, every, not just you know everything you're trying to do and also everything that, you know, your program could be. And obviously I've started to, Kind of sneak yes, a little bit did. of bra, a little, 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 of little course, bit of yeah. bronze snack in I there. Mean, but the, I, I do see in in certain instances where there is within the league there are some. I do see some kind of instances of of that progress being made. I mean, Cleveland State is definitely one of an example. I, I would go as far to say. I know you probably disagree, but I would go as far to say as that is something that I see in Youngstown state as well. 
I, uh, it's too early. Whether it's sustained to... is, you know, again, yeah. matter matter of, uh, it, you know, it, it's a it's a matter. Of, I, I, I the optics for me at least in both instances, and I if you'd have told you've asked me about the optics this time last year at Cleveland State, I'd have told you you were crazy. But the optics for both schools, at, at least to me, are better than they have been in years past, which is sorely needed within this conference. Yeah, that things are looking up. Thing. Um, do we see that? Are we going to see that in Detroit? No. Will we see that in Milwaukee? I think without saying too much more, you'll probably say probably not. At the moment, I don't know. I mean, Pat Baldwin seems to be a nice guy. I've, I haven't met him, and that's another thing. Like, you I've kind of I've kind of lost my spot, and that's okay. Like, you then know. you find an X factor. Then you find the EL. Then then you I don't have people, I don't think people buy into him. You have to have people buy what you're yeah. selling. It's a sales job. It's a sales yeah. job. You have to get if you want people's support, you have to get them to buy what you're selling. Well, we and keep in mind too, we're also going to have to add another wrinkle in here because uh, Jeff Kanye left uh, Oakland, and when yeah. that, uh, um, did not, without yeah. getting in too much into that, as we so so you you look at it. I look at it from a standpoint. People of, buy into Greg Campy there, yeah. So yeah, the that's, athletic that's director a, is not entirely is important. As long as the athletic director doesn't get in the way, as long as yeah. the athletic director, and, and not to say that I don't think he it's will. not to say that Greg Campy is doing all the work. He obviously is at Oakland as an athletic program, top to bottom is I would say the healthiest overall Absolutely. program without, in in the conference, question. and without the healthiest question. and strongest as far as you know, success. It's what, what when I say that I mean that. Greg Campy believes that Oakland can be great because he's done it there and he, he yep. can, and he gets people he's to buy it there into forever. It. I don't, nobody, forever. nobody, nobody in Milwaukee's buying it. Agree. No. And, and you know, at Green Bay, people are kind of, from, from what I gather, mm-hmm. will, you know, Link Darner, they keep waiting for the shooter drop that they got this one tournament run out of him and that. They're worried that he's already looking for the door. I mean, he did interview for other jobs from reports. I'm reports sure he did. That. So they're all worried that he's, you know, looking for the door. And that's the downside of yeah. getting a the downside of, of of having that person that can sell yeah. being the coach is that coaches when they succeed in college basketball, it's division one college basketball. There's a big there's there's a big spotlight on it when you get to the, the NCAA the tournament. One thing that- Here's the thing, though, and this is yeah. probably the one thing that the Horizon League is laughing, and I think we'll close out after this. The one thing the Horizon League in general, the coaching in the Horizon League has lapsed, is that kind of la- it's kind of that lack of that internal infrastructure, specifically within men's basketball, where it's you have you know if you have a coach that is good enough, he's going to seek life elsewhere. We've seen it so many times. The, the concern has always been, do you, do you have the infrastructure in place like a Valpo where you had a Bryce Drew who left, but then you had, you know, one of his assistants who was who could fill that role? And do you and you don't see that within the Horizon League? And that's a problem. Mm, Given yeah. the fact that you have a Horizon League, you have a mid-major. It is. It is almost a given that you have a if you have bring in somebody 
a young enough if you bring in a young enough coach who a young coach who is coming into this coming into a mid-major program you know that there is a there is more than likely that unless you're a Greg Campy who's been there since the beginning of time that he's going to seek life elsewhere and that no none nobody in the Horizon League plans for that contingency they just basically ride until the wheels fall off, and then you know when they then everybody acts all shocked and stuff. When holy cow, there's nobody you know, there's nobody to replace this guy, so we got to scramble around and find somebody new. When you have an athletic director, athletic directors, chancellors, they la- they will last longer if they're good, and maybe you don't keep them around forever. Maybe they only last four to five years, but if they do well, you 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 can do fine and. If as long as you care, as long as you, as long as the people who are there forever, because remember, coaches, ads, presidents, chancellors, these people are all stewards of your program. Yeah. they're not here for a long time. No, the people who are here for a long time are us. So what's yeah. important is that you don't abandon things, like mm-hmm. you know, John and Phil and then you know all these don't don't abandon your program, because the last thing your program needs. Is for you to say, you know, throw your hands up and 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 you know, go be a Youngstown State fan. It's it's a it, it's it's not because excuse me, it's not because they have this, you know, they're just they're just sick of it and they don't want to give the money. Don't give the money. You know, I don't have season tickets right now, so maybe that's a whole but, other conversation. You know what? It's funny, fun. you, but you have to you have to, you, be, that you have to be involved. Yeah, and, and so. In closing, so this this is where we'll be closing out. Um, it's funny you mention that because next week, actually the next two episodes, because I figure this is going to be too big for just one episode. Um, Jimmy, I, 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 it's on. At least the goal is it's on. We're going to have what are we calling it? The the first ever Horizon Roundtable Fan Battle, Battle, Battle Royale. We'll come up with a better name for that. Uh, no, I think we're gonna stick with that. A better if you can come up with a better name, you better hurry up because I'm gonna I'm I I'm I want to put some promo videos together and they're gonna be odds they're gonna be like the most ridiculous things on the planet. Let me tell you. Um, so the the goal is we're gonna have eight. We're gonna have represent. The goal is, in fact, this has to happen or this none of this has happened. We're gonna have a representative from each of the school. We're gonna have a fan from each one of these schools. So right now we're we're almost we're, there. We have most of them. We have most of them. That's okay. You know, we'll 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 figure out people. Yeah. Hey, Green Bay and the IUPUI fans, you know, get yourselves on. Because we need, yes. we need we need a couple people. The invitation is open. So all right. So until then, um I guess we'll see you later and you know, that will be it. And uh, again, you know, you can find us uh, wherever good good podcasts are found. Hey, well, I do have one thing before yes. you shut it down. Yes. You, 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 you think that John Brannon is going to be the guy that, you know, he, he's going to get Xavier looking at him for that job. I'm going to give you I a don't different know. name. I'm going to give you oh, a different are you name. Now? Yes. Okay. Scott Nagy. Seriously, you think Scott Nagy? Uh, really? I seriously okay. believe. Well, we'll have this conversation next week because that's a that sounds like a 
that sounds like a thing that's going to happen. So, hey, I was all right. Hey, hey, I called that Laval Jordan was going to Butler when Thad Mata announced his retirement at Ohio State. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so maybe I'm going to touch, or maybe I was just lucky. We're going to find out, Horizon League fans. Oh Lord, this is going to be messed up, and it's going to be epic too. So, all right, we'll see you guys next time.